welcome to another coffee and a chat. Getting things going here. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Alison. It's going okay. Audio is okay for you. Ah, that's good. Oh, good. All right, gang. Oh, well, there you go. The joys of uh, live stream, live stream work. Um, there we go. The audio is good. Hey, good morning, gang. Good morning. Good to see uh, all of you guys jumping on. Hope you've had an awesome weekend. Hope you're all refreshed and fired up, ready for another week. Monday, one of my favorite days. Monday, uh, Monday. <laughs> yes, anyway, hopefully you're all good. Well, listen, while everything's warming up, I'll just do some quick intros. Um, as, uh, as some of you may be returning for another episode, welcome back. Uh, good to see you guys, the likes of uh, Alison. Morning. Uh, Rodney, how are you, mate? Harami, uh, here for a coffee. I like that. Morning, Sharon. Good morning. I've got a video to do for you too, Sharon. It's coming your way. So, gang, hey, listen, um, welcome. Welcome uh, back. And for those who are joining for the first time, welcome uh, to the morning live stream where I do a little bit of uh, chatting, conversation about topical things in the marketplace, property investing. I've been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors over 18. Hey, good morning, Jimmy. Uh, there's Jeff. How are you, mate? Um, um, oh, there's Graham. Graham, good to see you, mate. Excellent. And uh, each morning, Monday to Friday, we get together with the crazy, passionate crew who are into property as well. We just talk a little bit about what's going on in the marketplace. Hey, and today I wanted to talk to you about something um, that uh, is a bit of a common theme of late. Uh, I've been talking about uh, the undersupply for quite a long time. And uh, I wanted to sort of maybe go through a little bit of a uh, little five minutes of what's going on right now and, uh, you know, hey, what we can do about it as property investors. I'll put my coffee down and away we go. So... I don't know if you guys saw this. I posted this in uh, our mentoring group on the weekend. The total number of listings for properties for sale around the country, it is at, if you guys can see this already here, it is at an unbelievable um, number, which is around the 150,000 mark, 150, um, down from close enough to 250, um, up here when we have a look at when 2016, one of the um, highest points for total number of listings were for sale around Australia. Now, that wasn't every single market. Some markets at that point were well undersupplied and some markets were well supplied. Certainly, some of the bigger cities, the Brisbane's, the Melbourne's, the Sydney's have had um, a reasonably good supply of properties for sale and properties being constructed for quite a long time. Um, however, um, in 2018, um, APRA came out and, and uh, gave us a little bit of, um, uh, bit of, I don't know, they call it a sensibility check. It wasn't a sensibility check for me and talked about, hey gang, we're going to limit the uh, finance, the funding for properties. And it really started this long-term, the last three years, decline in our property supply chain uh, in Australia. So 
Right now, gang, what's happening, what's showing up right now, we have got not only the lowest number of listings we've had for five years. Now, I couldn't find another chart to go further back, but I'm sure that is a low supply no matter which year you're looking at. So let's just have a look at what's going on now in the marketplace. Lowest listings, low listings. So what does that mean? That means existing properties, uh, houses for sale, apartments for sale, townhouses for sale, people's homes, uh, um, they're keeping those properties. Now, why wouldn't you keep the property? Property market's going up, interest rates are very low, um, and if you sold, you would be trying to buy another house in a very competitive market, and you'd be paying you know, probably more than you should or more than you want to for a property. We've got low listings, the lowest listings we've seen in forever. Interest rates are the lowest we have ever seen in our history. In our history, lowest interest rates we have ever seen in our history. Number three, our supply of new construction is at a 20-year low. 20-year low. Gang, lowest existing listings, low. Interest rates, lowest we've seen in history, low. Supply, 20-year low from development approvals coming through. And I've, I've done this before. You know, we, we look at the number of development approvals, DAs, and then we look out into the future. And those properties will be delivered at best three years from now, probably five years from now, okay? Three to five years from now. So we've got um, some pain in the supply chain uh, and it's here to stay for quite a while, gang, for quite a while. Now, we have got other issues. We've got other issues. We've got materials, materials um, with a problem, okay? We're talking about timber. We're talking about labor. We're talking about the supply of um, uh, all the things that it takes to, to get a property built, houses built, apartments built, townhouses built, okay? Uh, those things are in short supply and in demand right now, which is, which is crazy. Um, and um, we do have in certain places, in certain places, populations, population, population growth. Now, this is the one I wanted to talk to you about. We're looking at, we've got the lowest supply here, got the lowest listings, we've got lowest interest rates, lowest supply, materials issue costing more, to, harder to get hold of, and we've got population, um, interesting population movements, all right? Now, let's just scroll that over there. Here's a news sheet I've organized earlier. Now, this is, for me, some interesting things. We've got all these things going for us, gang, um, and I reckon we need to understand. We've got about three to five years of pressure which will push our rents and will push our values. Now, I don't think it's going to be mad and it's going to be growing at, you know, 50% or anything like that. I don't think that's going to occur. So, you know, for those sitting there going, have I missed out? Is it too late to buy? No, it's not. Jump on uh, a good quality property. Remember, you're going to buy well, never sell. This is a long-term investment plan, all right, as we go into this thing. 
Number two, I, we, I'm looking at what's going to happen when the borders open up. Now, I think there's going to be some significant uh, action in people coming in in um, 2023 and 2024. I think that's going to be pretty interesting to see. The government is already talking about getting those borders open, getting people back in and getting our population growing again because Australia has that, uh, has that plan to grow that population and that's with overseas migration. Uh, we're going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like all right, um, as we go. And then we, we have a look at where, which states are going to benefit from this right now, okay? Benefits from this right now. At the end of the day, uh, I think you're going to see Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria. Those three are going to benefit uh, significantly, I reckon, uh, in the next little bit. Um, and the other states will have a secondary benefit from, I'm talking about the population, um, and that'll overflow where people are looking to maybe find somewhere cheaper, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Jobs are going to play a part. Jobs are, are growing right now, which is good. And um, affordability is certainly going to pay a part. That average medium house price in Melbourne just tipped over a million dollars. You know, we're in some new territory uh, team. So, you know, for those who are in the mentoring program, gang, you know, we've been talking about this for a while. We've, I've been talking about the undersupply has been coming since 2018, and uh, it's certainly firmly here. It was already going to be here. If you look over here, it was already going to be here because that undersupply from highs, um, uh, previous highs even in 2019, when there, was, there wasn't uh, an issue with COVID, then you know um, we already had an undersupply issue, but COVID really zonked it on the head when it came to the supply chain. So gang, um, for me, for you, make sure you have a look at your strategy, you get in with your coach, and you don't muck around. You don't muck around when it comes to um, uh, getting yourself a piece of the action uh, and buying some properties. Right now, for me, probably off-the-plan purchasing has some good value because lots of people are scared and uneducated about purchasing pre-construction real estate, and and fair, and there's a fair reason to be scared um, because those who buy and not uh, are not educated about uh, developers and builders and the issues can sometimes get in trouble, but those who are educated can get a great outcome. So. Anyway, hopefully that makes sense. Jesse had a quick question. Um, hopefully you're still listening in, Jesse. This one's for you, obviously. Um, is now the best time to purchase your first home? Well, Jesse, uh, I would say now is as good a time as ever. It was probably good to purchase it six months ago or 12 months ago. But today, uh, for the next, Jesse, for the next, I'm going to make a call. For the next two to three years, it's not going to get any cheaper. And the, the, the growth in the values will far outstrip your ability to save at the same level, okay? So let's say, oh, I'll wait till later. I'll wait till it's cheaper. I'll wait till, I, um, I'll wait till it's not as crazy in the market, whatever that might be. Jesse, you know, the prices will go up 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 grand in the next two years 
and I'm not quite sure what your ability to save is like, but for many people, saving $100,000 in two years is absolutely impossible. So the answer for me, Jesse, um, is that uh, it is great. It is a great time to purchase your first home right now, as long as you purchase it well and smartly, do it properly, um, and don't overpay because the market is a little bit sort of, you know, buoyant right now. So um, if you need some help with that, we've got some first home buyer coaching. Give us a shout out, send me a message. Uh, I can put you in contact with one of our coaches who helps people do that. Um, all good. Uh, Paul had a quick question, which is, uh, which is good. Is it a good time to sell an investment property? Well, Paul, if uh, that is part of your plan, uh, and, uh, and I'm not quite sure if you're new here or, or not, but um, we, uh, we talk about at Positive and our coaching program, you're going to buy these properties to own forever. You're building a property portfolio, and the point of building a property portfolio um, is that uh, the properties you own at some point in the future are going to produce you income. And now if you sell them, you don't have a property in the future to produce income. All you've got is some capital. Maybe you've made a gain, maybe you haven't. And now you've got to put that to work somewhere anyway. Anyway, the point is, your question was, Paul, is it a good time to sell an investment property? And if it is part of your plan that you want to sell that property for the right reason, then yes, absolutely, it is a good time to sell over this next six to 12 months perfect time to sell a property. The challenge is, what are you gonna do with that money, Paul? I would be checking in, if you're not already, if you don't already have a coach or an advisor, check in on this. Exiting a property now, because maybe you're a bit tired of it because you've owned it for six years and maybe something didn't go your way or whatever it is, um, and then you, oh, this is a great time to get out of it or whatever. Just check in on your strategy, mate. Um, yeah, it's absolutely a good time to sell an average property and buy a better one. That's what some of my clients are doing. You know, they've purchased some properties in some average places before they got coaching. We're using this as an opportunity to change the location of their properties from a rubbish property to a great property for the next 10 or 15 years. It's a good time to turn that over. Um, hopefully that makes sense and, um, and uh, all that sort of stuff. Hey Beth. Um, market's crashing. Depending on where you live, Beth, uh, market's crashing. Uh, you, there's nothing to worry about, buddy. Um, the, the, the point, if you're going to renovate your property and, um, and um, you know, uh, if you're going to renovate your property to sell, um, then it's, it's not going to be an issue depending on the margin you've got. Now, I'm just trying to sort of, I'm, I'm hesitating in my mind, just making sure I don't send you down the wrong street here. Listen, um, the demand for buying property and fixing this supply issue is not going to go away anytime soon, Beth. So if, uh, so if it is part of your plan to exit that property for whatever reason, then uh, crashing, no, it's not gonna happen. Market crashing. It's a, that's a quite a dramatic um, word to use, Beth, you know, bubbles and bursting and crashes and stuff like that. Markets just have cycles. There's demand. There's more demand and less demand. Uh, the demand's going to stay strong. And if your plan is before Christmas, Beth, you're going to be fine. Um, I wouldn't be selling your properties 
without a plan, without a strategy. But again, um, you know, it's hard to answer some questions without knowing what you really, really want um, as you go. So um, there you go. Um, uh, all, all good. Uh, reinvest in an outer region. Uh, in interesting strategy, Paul. Um, I'd certainly encourage you to get a coach and get some advice on that. Uh, you know, my experience, and I'm not saying this is the case for you, buddy, but, um, you know, exiting a decent, a decent location in a city to chase average locations in um, small towns, I think is fraught with danger. And, um, you know, I think uh, if that's what you're thinking of doing, get yourself a coach, man. Um, I wouldn't be running off chasing Phil's gold like happened last time in the mining boom. And yeah, a few people got a few little runs and then they got absolutely poleaxed. But anyway, um, if, you're not, if that's not what you're doing, mate, ignore what I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, if you need some help, check in on it, mate. Um, hope you, hopefully, um, hopefully you've got a good plan and a good strategy there and getting some support. All right, gang, well, that's it. I think I'll call it a day, uh, but great questions. Thanks for your questions. It's really great to get a few questions coming through and uh, keeps me uh, on my toes to answer um, uh, those things that you guys have got on your mind. So if there's anything else for those still listening in or watching the replay, if you've got something, chuck it in the chat. I'll always see those questions and I'll use them uh, as little uh, reminders to cover things uh, in coming coffees and chats. Um, uh, there you go. Oh, perfect. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, because sometimes, gang, sometimes, I've, and I've done it, I've bought some rubbish properties, so I thought they were going to be great, <laughs> and then they, then they were rubbish. Um, you know, and that was sort of, you know, 20-odd years ago where you start out and you think, oh, I'll, I'll buy here because that's where I can afford, or I'll, buy, I'll use this type of strategy, or whatever it is. Um, all strategies work. Most properties are okay, depending on what you want, okay? So, um, anyway... I'll, put, I'll leave that one for another time. Anyway, I better finish because I'm rabbiting on now. Um, all right, gang, take care. Uh, that's it, done and dusted. Another coffee and a chat uh, done. Join me tomorrow, around about the same time, about eight o'clock each day. Um, stay well, stay out of trouble, and uh, yeah, adios, bye-bye.